animated things, model sheets and in-betweens. They're back. Adric, intergalactic collector of cartoons, wants Darkstalkers, and they're going to get it. Even if they have to make a podcast, they summon William to unleash a reign of terror and bring strange old cartoons to you, the listeners. It's enough to be on Two's podcast. Yeah. It's, I, wow. I'm hoping that they're all that stupid. Yeah, that was a truly fucking garbage intro. It's so just bizarrely bad. And, oh my god, and so many people had to write that and like you, you you think about these things that are like the cornerstone of a show, right? It's like, okay, we're gonna get one thing right. Like they, they clearly spent some additional animation budget here, but just Jesus, Did the they? writing. I think so. Did they? Because it looks like they just took clips from the show. Okay, well, they did do some of and that. And just popped that in there you and can't... were like, oh, whatever, just fucking talk over this. <laughs> you can't tell me that the logo animation wasn't fucking top-notch, though. That 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 ruled. Uh, it where Dimitri okay. turned into Darksiders. Yeah. I got the sense that there was one animator here who was just, like, trying their heart out. Who just, like, really <laughs> wanted this trying. shit to be good. Trying so fucking hard, and then everyone else is on in betweens. <laughs> and like, yeah, uh, there's there's Greg, and Greg just animates everything by sliding it around the frame, and sometimes forgets to. And then oh, there's Christ. there's fucking Angie who's just powering through all these dialogue scenes. I swear to God. Um, so let's talk about Darkstalkers. What a weird show. That, what a truly that strange thing show. that we haven't said the name of yet. Uh, well, yeah. Hopefully, you could have either watched the previous episode or 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 gleaned it from the beautiful intro that Will crafted just for, for you, the or, listener, or from the from the title or from of the, the title podcast yeah. that you downloaded. I Our assume. listeners are brilliant; they can understand context clues. Yeah. Um. They all they all memorize <laughs> the intro to Darkstalkers, just like you. They recite it to themselves like the litany against fear in Dune. <laughs> um. Oh man, who's your favorite? So, Can I get right off the bat? Who's your favorite of the villains, and who's your favorite of the the heroes? Oh, of the villains, I didn't even think of. I love the um, villains. So. Are are we talking about like the fighting game series or the show? The show, hundred percent, just the show. Okay, the show villains Dimitri. Dimitri looks like dog shit. Has a heart of gold. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. I I quite like the the little um, spherical robot, but I don't know if that counts as a as a villain. Um, it counts as much as anything. Really. Tyrone is hilarious. He is the funniest yeah. big bad evil guy. He he personifies this like true extreme power better than any other character I've ever seen where he's just like a complete moron, complete himbo, like in love with himself and completely confident in his ability to the point of just like not even not even questioning it. And the audience has no reason to question the fact that he can just like wave his hands and anything can happen. He reminds yep. me of 
the the like ultimate boss of season one of One Punch Man, except maybe even a little stronger and a little bit stupider. Well, and I think Anakaris, actually, if I had to name one of the villains that I'm just like, nah, I like this fucking this idiot mummy. <laughs> Who, just... who canonically <laughs> his brains have melted out his ear yeah <laughs> in the thousands of they years they pulled it out his nose when they mummified it yeah big respect to our, our big mummy friend i didn't like we can get into it but i didn't like a lot of his character but i did like yeah. that one part of that the, 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 the like base conception of his character is good um so what's your history with dark stalkers as like an entity prior to having watched this garbage i've played one of the games once that's it that's my entire experience i'm like aware of the property you know i've like seen some of the characters and that's it that's like that's like it yeah like morgan is a character that i'm familiar with because okay. she's like continued on into like some nintendo canon basically well, Morrigan, Felicia, and Shenko yeah. would be the ones that you you would actually know from, like, I think all three of them were in Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. Um, Shenko is the one who's a uh, the Chinese jumping zombie. Of course. Uh, but it, was, it was very she, briefly she, in the, the, the first episode. Well, she didn't show up really until like the fourth episode or something like that. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, it was it was also really weird. And I'm I'm googling. It, she she had an accent. Oh boy, yeah. She the, had an accent, and it wasn't good. The let's get let's get one thing out of the way. This show is very racist. Oh, horrendously. <laughs> just, just truly caricatures i like hensha's design a lot yeah it's like a yeah great that's like design. the big thing that i really like with her because all right she's based on the like chinese jumping zombie thing that was a big thing in uh hong kong cinema in the late 80s yeah and then they turned it from like this horrifying zombie into this like cute girl who just kind of is vibing a good person yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally just doing her best you know but yeah as far as my history with dark stalkers so i had never seen any of the characters up until uh marvel versus capcom and then and that makes sense characters... I, I feel like that's a pretty common experience like they their existence yeah, in that was pretty wild actually well, and Darkstalkers was really a niche fighting game. Yeah. It, it was like, even if you just look at it mechanically, like, it's, you have to be so good at this game to play competitively. <laughs> to move your character. <laughs> well, to not just get rushed down all to hell. Yeah. Because, like, if, if you're getting rushed down in this game almost your only way out is to like jam six buttons in sequence in 12 frames and which as we that's... know all novice <clears throat> players are completely capable of doing 
yeah, everyone is perfectly capable of getting out, jamming six buttons in one fifth of a second <laughs> in so, sequence. Um, for some of our <laughs> listeners and um, my dumbass who are less familiar with uh, the terms of fighting games, rushed down is like when somebody is just like coming at they you. Just, yeah, they just get up in your face and beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Amazing. Which is honestly, that's what these games are all about. Uh, like mechanically they are just built to be the the biggest one is the third one which is uh uh, i can't remember the name of the third one uh i mean you've done a lot of research for the show it only makes some sense that you uh yeah let's see Uh, it was Oh, it's just called Darkstalkers 3, baby. Yeah, Vampire Savior. Ooh. Yeah, Darkstalkers 3. Well, so they have uh, their Japanese titles as well, because right. the first one wasn't called Darkstalkers. It was called Vampire. Just like straight up and Vampire? The... Well, it was Vampire the Night Warrior. Okay, that all makes sense. And then... Uh, the second one was Vampire Hunter Darkstalkers Revenge because that's when they introduced like characters who were going to beat the hell out of the universal monsters that they had created. Got it. That makes sense. Man, the art for this game is making me so sad about what we just watched because this art is yes. legitimately phenomenal. There's some that's the really good big, shit here. That's the big thing with this game. It was... Capcom was coming off of uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo and they had a whole new chipset and they wanted to just show off what they can do. So they made this game. Initially, they were going to uh, try to get the Universal Monsters, like get the license for them. Right. Because they were doing other licensed games like um, uh, X-Men ones and stuff like that. So they wanted to get that license, but they couldn't. And they just wound up... They needed to make a making up. Yeah, they w- made up their own characters that are kind of in the style of those things. Yeah. Which is Do genuinely you... better. It, truly. Do you know who the original artist is for this? The like these character designs like they're they're very um reminiscent of like final fantasy illustrations um, uh let's see but like a little bit more simplified yeah i, I was listening the art director. to a thing about that yeah uh Okay, the the composers are listed directly in the uh right <laughs> in the wiki but Interesting. It's probably on like for some reason video games now have IMDb pages. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it, it is real weird. Huh. It could be one of these things where, like, the 
artist and the art director weren't credited because it was like not expected to be this big. I wonder if uh, that's the. I, uh, I don't. I'm not sure that that's the case. Let me look it up on Fighters Generation. Yeah, but Fighters so Generation. In case you don't know about fighting games, is a absolutely bonkers site <laughs> about fighting games where you can find like every single bit of frame data. Oh dear God! On like everything ever. Fighting games terrify me more than anything I can describe. Like it's such a deep community just in terms of like the amount of work that they're willing to put in yeah and like i feel like that is not not the case with a bunch of uh games but like fighting games are unique in that if a game is like remotely good people will spend hundreds and hundreds of hours on it well and also there's an intrinsic competition to it. Yeah. So there's something to do with a fighting game as opposed to like, if you really like Final Fantasy, then you can talk to other people about Final Fantasy. Whereas with a fighting game, it's like, yeah, we both like a uh, fucking final fight. So we're just going to go beat the hell out of each other for, for 11 a few hours, hours. <laughs> yeah yeah just non-stop until our fingers bleed it's it's truly unique in that way all yeah. right uh the guy's name was bengus amazing i yeah. could not hope for a better name he's pretty famous in terms of like art direction for games Yep. Uh, Here's, here he is on Capcom Database. Uh, he worked on Street Fighter character art, Alien vs. Predator, Super Street Fighter 2, uh, Darkstalkers, main illustrator. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look up more about this about this person afterwards. Because it sounds like Oh yeah. Yeah, this is this is a storied artist and the pixel art for these games is just incredible like it's so good it's so like, good it's and that kind of brings us around to yeah i've been noticing that we've been <gasps> avoiding talking about this garbage pile of a show yeah <laughs> we are doing everything in our power to avoid the art in this show is just heinous it <laughs> what it reminds me of the most is uh the old CDI Zelda games. That's exactly like, what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah, Wanda Gamelon, where it's like everything's moving constantly. It's never on model. Yeah. There's just like a flu a terrifying fluidity to these characters where they just like slip and slide around while they're having conversations and their face will morph around it too. It's like uh when when I was talking to you a little bit earlier about just starting to watch this, it was like these characters are constantly morphing in and out of being one another and like there's no delineation to when they're to where their like skin stops and the rest of the scene ends it's just like these are body horror it's so yeah. bad morrigan in particular yeah she'll go from just like a typical looking anime face to 
looking like uh, the princess from Dragon's Lair, and then yes. back like in in the course of five seconds or less than that, <laughs> like in the course of a single word, like yeah, people's faces will strike. And and there's like um, probably a couple clips have become sort of famous from this show. There's the one of Morgan growing her hand super big and uh, yes. smacking Felicia out of the way. So um, whap. Whap. Which is a, a one of the the best scenes in the show. There's a reason why it, it is it is like stuck it's, a little bit. It's so fucking it's good. It's just like someone <laughs> would just saw like ah oh, this what's this? The fundamentals of animation uh, squash and stretch. So uh, we'll, <laughs> make hand big. We'll stretch stretch hand big, hand smack. <laughs> It's so fucking whack, and they do it a bunch in the show. But like, it is, it is the they they manage to take something to the extreme that I thought was already to the extreme in a way that I'm I'm just shocked by. Like, I don't understand because I can understand like the lame animation of some of the earlier shows that we've watched, where people are just not doing anything. Where it's like, just like it just looks cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's just like well, you know. Normally, people would have the budget to spend on 30 frames, and we have that same amount of budget to stretch across uh, the entire show. So Mm -hmm. um, it's just very, very clear that you just, like, can't move characters that much, that you have to take a ton of shortcuts, and it all sort of looks the same. This is unique. Oh, everything's (laughs) moving always. (laughs) Yeah. It never stops moving. And there's, like, effects on things. The backgrounds (laughs) are relatively detailed. There's, like... I I don't understand, and and that's why I was so so keen on the, there being like one animator who like viewed this as like all right, I'm doing some hot shit. Like I care about these characters, and I'm going to try my heart out, even though I'm like not that good. And that's what Honestly, this to me as it kind. I feel as though you could take most frames of this show mm-hmm. and just so show someone an individual frame. And they would just be like, oh, this looks fine. Like, this yeah, looks what are you okay. Saying? This is like, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. They, yeah. They, and they then didn't, the like, draw moment anything. that it's in motion, it's just like, <laughs> like, oh, baby, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. It's transformative. That ain't how hair moves. Yeah. Or mouths or noses are just like, it's like somebody's face is constantly dripping off. And they have to like oh. they have to they have to speak in order to catch it as it's falling. Oh, and they're gonna <laughs> speak in an accent. <laughs> and they're... they're gonna find some fucking accent to speak in. Yeah, and it's gonna be suck. it good, be it horrible. Um, the yeah, like you can tell what the original directors of the Dark Sucker like games were were going for and like trying to pull from several different cultures and like um build like a like sort of how Street Fighter does, right? Where they have a cast mm-hmm. of characters that exist across a, a wide range of nationalities and like Yeah, and they're just going like here's a bunch of horror monsters from each of these things. Yeah. And they'll each be they'll all be like pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And like we said, the character designs phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Um there's mm-hmm. something that they do with them in this where they they go across in the first episode sort of um the the main villain, Pyrone, is is going through and using a very oh. shittily animated tractor beam. Well, I got them in order here. Yeah. And uh, as we go through them, I'm going to go through, uh, you know, various things that their, uh, that their voice actors did. Um, 
and uh, we'll see if you can spot the uh, the commonality. So uh, Pyron was a guy named uh, Richard Newman. And the thing is, every single person on this cast has like 200 credits aside right. from a few of them. Uh, so we're just going to go with like the commonalities here. Um, so Pyron was also Captain Ginyu in the dub of oh, DBZ. That's yeah. interesting. So Pyron's just firing up his. He has to find all the Dark Stalkers so that they he's can a collector. kill all the humans. No, 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 no. Let's Wait, let's get one thing gonna... straight. He specifically does not want to kill the humans. He is a collector, and he wants the so the dark the dark stalkers are the old races, and he mm. wants them to um, assume control over all of the humans, and then he's assuming control over the dark stalkers to build like a like a hierarchical force, and so awesome. he is introduced I, as in the intro a collector of planets who is showing I love up. children's cartoons about eugenics. Isn't it amazing? So he's yeah. bored as shit. At least he's the villain, right? So he's bored as <laughs> shit, and he is trying to go find all of these um, these folks so that he could build like his. He's so he he uh, grabs the first one, Dmitri Maximov, uh, who's this jelly vampire, um, and then who's uh, I guess just. He spooks two like Eastern European peasants. Yeah, what was up with that? While they're at it, <laughs> they introduced the show, and like this is one of the first scenes is that this ghoulish, sloshy vampire shows up and spooks two people, and I'm like, oh, weird. I didn't realize the show was going to be set in like the 1800s, and right? then it's not. It's just and then the it one isn't. thing. <laughs> and um, Pyron right, shows so... up in a in a spaceship. Like, this is some whack shit. Which, by the way, I liked that spaceship. It was cool. And I liked it was the C-3PO knockoff. detailed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool. And it's cool to have... I thought it was going to be very sweet to have, like, the spaceship show up in, in the 18th century or whatever. Or, uh, right. The 19th century. That, that would but be no, a very it, clever it's thing. Just, it's just in some very backwards town. Yeah. Or not even necessarily a backwards town. Just, like... He's buried out in the country. Yeah. Um, just in in feudal, uh, nondescript European Romania. Yeah, I Pres- assume. Presumably. Uh, in in one of the the many. One of those vampire countries. Racist depictions. You know yeah. where all the vampires come from. Um, so he tractor beams him up from the ground into the spaceship. Well, first he first he awakens him, and he at this part I only bring this up because it's so funny. He's just like he wakes up, and it's the, it's illustrated as completely night, but then he looks up and sees the sun, and he's like, "I can't believe he awoke me at day, this idiot!" Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, gets pulled up in the ship, and then tries to fight him, which is hilarious. And Dimitri, uh, that actor is a guy named Michael Donovan who is also uh, Master Roshi in Dragon Ball. Wow. Mm-hmm. The, so he gets... The voice acting is, like, fine if they didn't... if they weren't telling everybody to do accents. I mean, some of it's fine. 
like felicia feels like the one who's like all you had to do was just talk like a normal fucking human being <laughs> and that's not happening <laughs> okay that's fair i could still i still blame direction on that one yeah it feels like those uh those early video game voice acting things where they just like brought in someone and we're just like say these lines and they're like what's my direction and they're like i don't fucking know uh sometimes you're a cat what does that mean yeah uh sometimes you're a cat <laughs> just play in the space play in the space <laughs> it's good do it yeah um uh so they get on the ship they start fighting which that is honestly the best like th- that was the peak of the show for me i think is yeah i was fairly optimistic at that point right it was like this looks cool yeah they like they like start like smacking each other around right away and that was amazing that was so clever like pyron pyron's effects look pretty good yeah um so he's so pyron has these these super cool horns design is pretty sweet and then um uh has is just like on fire and translucent that's his entire character design well, he's an alien. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fantastic. He was the primary villain in the first Darkstalkers game. Yeah, and, and the second one, I think. Um, then uh, after being bested, Dimitri's like, "Okay, fine, I'll be your general." Uh, mm-hmm. and then uh begins to to attempt to recruit the rest of the um the Darkstalkers with Morgan coming up next. And who, yep. who's the voice uh, actor for Morgan? Uh, Morgan was played by Saffron Henderson, who was also uh, Gohan in Dragon Ball Z. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a surprising one. I love it. Um, and now is about the right time to, to start talking about just how unbelievably horny this show wants to be. If its animation and, was better, and yet is not allowed to be. And yet is not allowed to be, <laughs> because like, um, Morgan is canonically a succubus, um, yep. but has been transformed by the by the ways of children's media to just this like absurd sexist or sexless creature that yeah. is like <laughs> the the direct quote that I found was. She drains the life energy of others to increase her own life force. Yeah. Like, yep, that's what a succubus does. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. (laughs) So, it is relevant to keep in mind as you're watching the show that whenever they say life energy, they mean cum. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That checks out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no notes. That's, That's exactly what's happening here. Um, except they're cowards and have no, 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 like, I, I mean, something happens in the second episode, but we're not there yet. We yeah. have to, we have, so, we have to, so much ground abdu- to cover. abduct John Talbane, the <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> or fail to abduct. That's one of the right. ones because he goes and hides in a cave. So yeah, there's a number of these characters that he attempts to abduct. And the mechanics of this tractor beam are, like, extremely confusing. It seems like yeah. it just, like, picks up any object that it runs into course with. And then at some point, it'll teleport it into the ship. 
why it well, can't do that instantly. Sometimes it has to be outside. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And uh, John Talbain, by the way, was played by uh, Lee Tokar, who was also Frieza in Dragon Ball Kai. Man, is is this is the joke of this going to be that the entire cast is just Dragon Ball cast? <laughs> huh? No. Dang it. No, two of them didn't make it in, which brings <laughs> us to Anacharis. The uh the the brain melted mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh who somehow got skipped over for the Dragon Ball Z casting. Uh, which That's a real like, shame. I don't, yeah. He acts his heart out in this. He was really nailing it. Yeah. Uh, that guy's name is Zoltan Bidet. Bidet. Amazing name. B-U-D-A-Y. Yeah. Uh, and I we... think he did like, he, he looks to be like a live action actor who just kind of did this on a lark. Can we briefly talk about the um, this the extremely strange introduction of... Uh... Uh oh shit, what's the mummy? What's the mummy called? Anacaris. Anacaris. Yeah. Yeah. Um so this is like one of I think the mo- the more progressive depictions of an Arabic nation, uh in this in this case Egypt that I've seen, where it like looks mm-hmm. like a normal city as opposed to like uh the way that nineties cartoonists love to depict it as like a a pile of like dust piles just, in the desert yeah there's just like sand and pyramids and then there's some buildings yeah and uh, in this, this case, one it's just like literally just a city with a pyramid in the middle of it well the but pyramid erupts from the middle yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and um you and just it, got to imagine someone who's on the tourism board <laughs> just being like god damn it i was like now we have to change all of these pamphlets so that yeah. it shows like yeah we've got a pyramid in the middle of the city <laughs> that's um, what everyone comes here for somehow still nobody is black well yeah astonishingly except for dimitri sometimes except for dimitri sometimes and the kid that we haven't gotten to sometimes yeah the color correction in this show <laughs> It's just, it's doing something it's just else. not done. Yeah. Um, who's next? I can't remember. Uh, oh, next I remember is now. Bishamon. Yeah. The samurai. Yeah. Who is played by Colin Murdoch, uh, who didn't get into DBZ, I'm assuming, because he did this Mickey Rooney ass. Yeah, it sucked so bad. In Japanese voice. You would think it's... being a Japanese property that they could have figured at least this one out, but it's the... one of the worst. Yeah. It's like fucking buy one plane ticket. God. For something produced by a Japanese company. It's fucking uh Yeah. So anyway, he yeah. only shows up for that and then is just the other thing is that all these characters are just like introduced and then just disappear until yeah. their episode comes up. Yeah, which is honestly the kindest thing that they could have done for any of us. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Lord, next is Lord Raptor. Lord Raptor, who's the coolest fucking. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> he is the best. I love Lord Raptor. So Lord Raptor is a 
Sex Pistols skeleton? I think he's a zombie. Zombie? He, yeah. You can see his rib cage. That's all that I cared about. Well, so that's a tattoo in this, but in the video games, it's like a mouth. Oh my like, god. That is just so a good. gaping maw that he bites people with. It's so good. It's He's such awesome. Yeah, and it's the only accent that's that's like good and funny cuz uh I believe strongly that the only accent that you can do completely without shame is a is a fake British one. And so this is mm. perfect. I'd say British and then like most European. Like if you're white, yeah. then it's like yeah, you've got you can snap those off i can do any german accent yeah and that's fine and that's fine um uh and... the person doing that accent by the way is scott <laughs> mcneil who is known for playing piccolo wow in dragon ball that's my favorite one so far i love that yeah. that makes me so happy it's also the best vocal performance in the show i love this character i'm obsessed yeah, yeah, he's very good. He's so nasty. Unfortunately, he d- disappears like Yeah, that is, that is his only. Again, the reason why I like him so much is because... He shows <laughs> up and is just like, hey, I'm kind of an asshole to my manager. My manager hates me because I kind of suck at rock, but <laughs> I'm a zombie. Anyway, I'm not doing this shit. Anyway, Later. bye. <laughs> yeah, so he's perfect and no notes for that character. Oh, and then Bigfoot. What What's up with Bigfoot? Oh, yeah, Bigfoot. They just, uh, <laughs> they just like, show up. There's, like, a whole Bigfoot village. Mm-hmm. And, and Bigfoot features prominently in the actual game, so I guess this makes some sense. Well, he's one of the original eight, like, he was called Sasquatch. Yeah. In, in the games, uh, but... decided that was too much right like we're americans are too dumb to understand sasquatch it's like no we need bigfoot (laughs) no bigfoot bigfoot he lives out in the forest they got that film of him yeah so Um, they just like throw snowballs at it until yeah (laughs) that's okay Uh, bigfoot by the way uh, the voice actor was Dale Wilson, who was also Cell in Dragon Ball Z. Magnificent. <laughs> so they chuck snowballs into the tractor beam, which makes all the snow go up into the spaceship and pisses everyone off. And they just get too annoyed, so they give up. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, they have, they have like, this clearly incredibly powerful technology. Yeah, but, but then they just the moment they get snow in their shoes, then they're like, no. Ah, fuck this, actually. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Where's the next one? We've got like 15 of these fuckers. We got, no, we don't got all day. Come on. <laughs> so they just give up on them because, you know, Morrigan got some snow in her hair. Yeah. Um, Which, and then understandable. We, Victor, uh, who's the Frankenstein? Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Like truly, it could be anything else. Yeah, it's genuinely just yeah. 
Um, and that's, that's it. It's just Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he fails to get abducted by the by the beam, and then goes and um, finds the uh, the great 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 grandson of Igor, and just goes and chills with him for a while. Right. Which, yeah, that's another thing is that all of them wake up, and it's been like a million years or like a thousand years or something. Yeah. Well, except for some of them, like there's this weird time thing where it, yeah. like all of them seem to be like oh i don't know what's happened in the last hundred years but it's like you're you're just a cat lady like you could have gone to this house at any time <laughs> that one's particularly <laughs> weird and the, her explanation for it is hilarious because it's just like i'm a cat i don't think about time yeah we don't pay <laughs> attention to stuff and i think that's legitimately great God, I'm, I'm trying cat. to find i don't care name of victor's voice actor because he was also uh goku in dragon ball z jesus really yeah how did this show afford goku well this this is before this is before this is before we started getting the dubs of dragon ball z wow Uh, uh the voice actress for goku yeah in dbz has this weird thing in i'm sure that you heard that the the actress for bulma died like in 2019 oh i did not yeah like all of them have just been doing these voices for like 30 years wow so it's like yeah the voice actress for goku is just old lady wow at this point that's wild yeah like you don't really think about that stuff too much when you're watching these things no you really don't especially not for these series like you take for granted that these series have been going on for like 40 years yeah like think about the simpsons like nancy cartwright yeah that's super true that voice for like 30 years as long as i've been alive yeah that's astonishing it must be so weird to like I don't know, get get a gig that you think is gonna last a like, you know, a couple of days like a couple of episodes, you know. With D B Z you have a better idea that like, oh, this thing has some staying power. But then to do it for like a actual lifetime, it has to be so strange. Oh yeah, because so many of these so many of these voice actors you'll look at their imdb and it's like 206 credits and it's just like yeah they were on like five episodes of dragon tales like (laughs) the fucking uh what was the other one uh powerpuff girl z i think was the name of it there was like this anime like powerpuff girl series that a lot of them were on too weird and, yeah, and the fact it's... that it's like in bunches too, where all of them sort of get carted over. Right. There's some there's some like uh bit of knowledge that we could gain from this about the way that casting is done, but I'm sure not about to make any guesses. Right. Um at, at this point I think it's 
probably a very difficult industry to break into because you know we just had this pandemic which made everyone who has like any amount of fame start a podcast and build a sound studio in their home so uh, that tugs at collar good (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway let's introduce some more characters well christ knows this show does not have enough characters yet well my recording says that we're at like 33 minutes and we have not introduced all the characters yet (laughs) we're still in episode one well all right next is rikuo i think who was the the gill man yeah the last merman yep uh who was also lee tokar who was the who was piccolo uh, and then we finally get to like our main character, which is Felicia, who's the cat girl, who was played by Lisa Ann Bailey. Bailey. Oh wow. B e l e y. Yeah. Um, who was also Chi Chi in Dragon right. Ball Z. Man, how bad must it feel to be those two dudes who did not get cast in DBZ? Right. <laughs> Just, like whole I, whole careers that you do get to I watch. I went in there and I did my Japanese voice for the anime <laughs> people. Why, and didn't they... why didn't they bring me back for Goku? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wild. Uh, so we get to Felicia. Yeah, who, who's canonically in the Cats musical. <laughs> immediately. Well, she was trying out for cats, but she didn't get the part. Wow. Which I got to assume that she has the dancing like on lock, but acting is her movements are pretty stilted. Uh, Yeah, you're right. She didn't even run like a cat. I made a note while watching the first episode. This is like she didn't even run like a cat. What's up with that? She she just like ran like a normal person, but kind of awkward, right? Is that that upset me? Have some respect, you know. So anyway, we have a whole bunch of scenes with her where uh, her hair is taking up half of the frame, and the uh, beam comes down, and they try to recruit her, and she's like, "No, meow," and runs away, and needs and to then... go find a sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, which she doesn't. She finds some kid who's hanging out in his house. Yeah, that's when and the, then, the timeline comes in where she's like, I don't pay attention to when, when things happen or the fact that time has passed 100 years. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that, like, they're running away from this tractor beam. The tractor beam shows up in this kid's room and then they run away felicia picks him up they leap out a window the window shatters yeah like and and they start running away and you're thinking like oh all right well they're gonna be on the on the lamb like they're gonna have to like hide out and then they just hang out at this kid's house, like, all yeah. the time. They just get outside, <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool, I'm done. <laughs> all right. 
they'll never expect us to go back in the house. <laughs> Which, to be fair, they did not. No. No notes. Perfectly done. Uh, uh, so then, so then, like he starts flying, and the episode ends. Yeah, he just starts floating. Um, yeah, because he's Cause the, he's the like, great, great, great grandson of some powerful sorcerer, Merlin. Well, I thought it was some other sorcerer, and then later they introduced the fact that it's Merlin is his great, 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 great grand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And not, not that any of this is important. Um, no, this the, he, he isn't in the games. Yeah, I don't give a shit about this kid. I hate this kid actually. This kid he's, made the whole thing unwatchable. He's just he's a, he's a true wiener, and they try to center the plot. You said that Felicia was the main character, but they're trying really hard to make this fucker the main character. And I just hate they him do. so much. The worst thing is like either of them as main characters just <laughs> suck. <laughs> who, if you could pick a main character from the the cast, who would it be? Uh, God, I I would go with Sienko, but. Uh, she's also voiced by Lisa Ann Bailey. I watched a few extra episodes while I was doing my research. You somehow watched um, like twice as many, more than twice as many episodes as me, and that's horrifying. Having when you told me that, I was on like I had just started episode two, and I was like, "Wow, does this show get good?" And then I, like, I no, barely made it through episode three. I don't. I literally <laughs> fell asleep twice while watching it, and had to like back back <laughs> up and. What I ended up resigning myself to was watching it on 1.25 times speed so that I could just make it through the fucking thing. And you are telling me that you watched an additional fucking hour and a half of this show. And that is horrifying, Will. That's a terrifying thing that you've told me. I'm concerned. I have powers beyond that of most mortal men. Yeah, well, Um, that much is true. Well, so what I was going to say is Shenko, the... uh, the uh jumping zombie she shows up later and it's like yes i would like actually no i don't even want her as the main character who i would want doesn't even exist in the canon yet it's bb hood the uh the little red riding hood girl who shows up in uh dark stalkers 3 who is just an awesome character (laughs) she She's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood, but she has a fucking machine Uzi. gun <laughs> in her. Yeah. And she's amazing. She's treated like a serial killer in these games. Hell yeah. Because she is out to kill these monsters. I'm such a fan. And what a good characterization. Again, man, the source material for this fucking so It's so, it's so good. good. It's I, so good. I'm so sad. Like it. They don't even have the excuse that that Mortal Kombat had. We're like, the story of Mortal Kombat is not good. These characters, it's, yeah, not it's that like good. non-existent. Yeah, like yeah, Mortal Kombat is kind of horseshit. And to that end, they sort of had to write around story that already existed but was kind of bad. These characters mm. are amazing. They're uh, it's, so cool. It's so this this it's so sad that this exists. There's even like manga that exists of these characters. They have no yeah. reason not to not to have made something quite cool. There's Except an anime. The fact that they well, made it now a terrible an children's ca- cartoon. Like Right. Um, the yeah. fact that they were like, well, we gotta make this appeal to kids, so we're gonna 
bring in some dumb little weeder <laughs> named named Harry. Yeah. He's magical. What's his last name? Put, Do you remember? Uh, Grimoire. Yeah, or or Grigori. Grimoire. Uh, yeah. It says Harry Grimoire, in the. I think they just pronounced the it super weird. <laughs> Grimori. I think they pronounced it. Oh Grimori. yeah, they pronounce it Grimori in the show. Uh, yeah. So and then, anyway, and then we this... watched two more episodes. I don't want to uh-huh. talk about them. They were bad. They were bad. Um, the the second one was all about them trying to get some ring. Well, the second one actually showed Morrigan being a succubus, like in in action. Really, I don't remember this. The I, first I... scene was some hiker and she like you know jumps him and is like yo i'm gonna suck your lifeblood out and he's like okay which again we all know what that means right uh and then donovan cock blocks that guy yeah fucking Um, donovan donovan's another another new character who wants (laughs) to kill all dark stalkers uh donovan Played by Gary Chalk, who was also King Garumes in the <laughs> Dragon Ball movie Curse of the Blood Rubies. Phenomenal. But Donovan's all Donovan's another one where it's like this character has so much going on, like such fantastic visual design, like some truly crazy shit. The sword is wild, like the sword talks in the video games. Oh, and they abandoned that? That's so right. cool. The sword talks. He has a little girl that's following him around on screen all the time because he's protecting her. And they just... Actually, I think she was in this episode. There was the little girl named Anita. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. I didn't realize that she was in it. I did not notice. Like, she just shows up barely. And uh, they fight in a museum... Mm-hmm. Nothing else happens. Nothing else matters. There's a ring. No one cares. Yeah. Uh. That's it. Yeah. Next oh, episode. That was the other thing was that she wanted to. Uh. So Morgan gets this ring, and it's supposed to be like, you know, gives her powers if she puts the blood of a dark stalker on it so then she kidnaps felicia while felicia's a cat <laughs> yeah, she's that's gonna right. like stab the stab a cat <laughs> and pour the blood on it and then felicia gets away and then she just uses her own blood which is apparently a thing that she could have done the whole the time the whole time yeah also donovan has a stand yeah because uh even in the video games he's a ripoff of jojo which is fine there should be more ripoff of jojo characters right well in the video games they definitely like the artists have talked about like yeah we watched well they didn't watch but they read a lot of jojos at the time (laughs) um episode three i mean we just like briefly yeah it was it was focused on anacharis 
the uh mm-hmm. the mummy. And uh it was fine. He like took them through like a a brief a brief series of flashbacks. It was kind of cool. Yep. That's it. Nothing nothing. Um they like had a crystal that was stolen by the mer people. There was some conflict. Oh, we do need to talk about uh, you're weirdly attractive for a fish man. So that is from what? the games. Like that is a thing that like in the games, Rikuo is like bizarrely attractive to everyone. <laughs> there must be some like there must be something there that's like a larger story beat, but in this context, it's just funny because it, it's just every single time. It's just like every single time he sees a fish person, he's like, "Oh, you're weirdly attractive." You're for a fish strangely attractive. <laughs> well, and it's not just him; it like happens repeatedly yeah, in later to episodes. Every fish person that he it's sees. Like, oh no, no! It's like every character when they see Rikuo. Oh, that's interesting. Like, you are oddly attractive for a fish person. <laughs> but they, they, he says it to the, the reason why I said that is because he says it to the um, uh, ambassador in the flashback, who, unless oh, I'm mistaken, yeah. is not Rikuo. Maybe they're related? I don't yeah. know. Oh, I bet that's it. I bet it's one of those things they were trying he to do. He had a mustache, which seemed really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, underwater mustache <laughs> doesn't happen to just, fish just gross. what the fuck <laughs> oh man and... oh yeah there actually was a lot with this episode so Anacharis makes this is when he makes that pyramid show up in the middle oh, of Cairo again and a then, second time it like yeah. floats over this time um Harry's mom busts into his room and is like are you watching the news no let me turn the news on on your gargantuan t- <laughs> he, his room is like the fantasy kids room it's like 60 percent like, tv yeah like i'm gonna have the biggest tv and so many video games uh so she turns on his tv and there's a fucking spaceship flying around in cairo she see so she's like well i better i better get over there but i asked for an extra ticket for you son can i bring my cat yes of (laughs) course (laughs) oh my god yeah that was that was very that was and, and oh she had a really great line immediately after that so they're in cairo now like fucking around and Mm -hmm. uh she's like I can't find anything. Ah, well, I'll just make up a story. Yep. <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, uh, so, uh, Felicia. Yeah, they go into the pyramid. Anacharis, like, takes over Felicia's mind and makes her think that she's some ancient Egyptian lady. Uh... Morrigan makes herself look like Belle Delphine. Uh-huh. Uh, and Riku really likes Belle Delphine. They s- fill the uh, the pyramid with Gamer Girl bathwater. <laughs> um, this all happens. Yeah. 
that was also that was one of my favorite things was when uh harry is trying to remind felicia of who she is and then he's like oh well i'll do magic and that'll remind her it's like she's seen you do that once she, she's so, known you for like less than 15 hours dude yeah so he starts making all the statues vomit water and then she's like oh well of course it's that guy the guy with all the statue water <sighs> that i just met the the uh audience insert character i'll pay attention yeah. to you and then somehow you watched four more episodes which i'm not over yeah oh i did also miss at the end of the second episode there was my favorite thing uh when donovan is like making a portal to leave oh yeah yeah and he's like grimori blood of merlin i will respect your wishes but i cannot promise it will be the same when we meet again and then he creates a portal under himself, but he like waves as he's leaving, <laughs> and Harry waves back. <laughs> it's, it's just like why the oh, good. <laughs> oh yeah, Merlin shows up at some point, or is that episode two? Yeah, that was episode two. Yeah, it was episode two. I mean, this is. I'm also talking. I'm going back to episode yeah, two. Yeah. Just to point out that they fucking wave at each other. God, it's so good. And then there's also this like really weird music. Like a lot of the music in this is bizarrely off kilter. But there's specifically one that they do when they're at Harry's house repeatedly that sounds like idle game music. Oh, interesting. It's just that, like, boop, 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 I have to be honest. I was so absorbed by the rest of it that I did not can just, like, hold in my head for a single second any of the music. Yeah, it, it just feels like the type of music that you'd listen to while you're playing a game where you make a, a fucking cookie restaurant. Oh, I would have enjoyed that experience much more. Yeah. Uh any final thoughts about Darkstalkers? Uh Not really. It was just kind of kind of bad. What could have been? Oh, Riku Riku at one point made the like stock dolphin noise. Oh, that, that was, was good. That was really yeah. funny. Yeah. They reprogrammed the crystal to only respond to them. And so he opens his mouth and a and dolphin call like, comes <laughs> out. <laughs> like you know this dolphin noise. Yeah. If you ever watched Clone High, it shows up in every single episode. I have no idea what that is, and I have been convinced I don't want to. Clone High? Clone High is good. Okay. Clone High is what they... They're actually rebooting it currently. Uh, but it's what the people who made Scrubs were doing before oh, Scrubs. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, did you have any last thoughts on uh, Darkstalkers? Yeah, just, just what could have been. Darkstalkers. It had so much potential. 
so many cool designs and some like legitimately good introduction and it just like is one of the worst shows i've ever seen just shit the bed so hard it's so fucking bad don't watch this one even as a joke it's not (laughs) no it's just boring and shitty find some like recaps or just like someone who watched it and scrubbed through it to find all the dumb crap to show you exactly like it's it's that kind of show like watch the clip of morgan growing her hand super big and smacking getting real big yeah and that's it don't do anything else maybe play the video games yeah video games look great yeah all right what are we doing next week Oh, well, I mean, that means that we have to do another <laughs> in the long saga of Adric Quest. So I got spit burr. out in the dirt after our last confrontation. Yes. <laughs> Having defeated the denizens of the night, you find yourself outside of the pyramid in Cairo when suddenly... A hexagonal spaceship arrives. A seven-foot-tall, stocky, green-furred creature pops out of it and says, Come with me. I must learn your ways. A balding tourist takes a picture and says, That happened to me the other day. Don't go with him unless you want to hear about how you can be your own boss and sell cosmetics. Stick with me, kid, and you'll make middle management in no time. Oh, I 100% want to learn how to be my own do? boss. I I go with right. the green the green fuzzy creature. Let's fucking go. Oh, okay. Well, he lifts you up into his magical spaceship. <laughs> Hell yeah. And next time we're watching Muzzy in Gondoland. Oh my god. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. And big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're on Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. 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 Good night.